Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. That music only means one thing. <clears throat> Joe Wiz is joining us now here on 98.7 ESPN. Brought to you by Bet Rivers. He's his own gambling shows here on 98.7 ESPN. You'll be able to listen to him bright and early tomorrow morning, 6 a.m., uh, getting you ready for week four of the NFL season. Uh, Joe, how you doing? Anita, everything's going good here. We're finally getting this uh, rain over with, and uh, sunshine's coming out week four. It's going to be the first, uh, the October 1st. Can you believe it? Time is flying. We say that all the time, but it's so true. Um, it's already October, and, uh, you know, it's, it's really sad not to see any local New York baseball at this time of the year uh, since the seasons are coming to an end, and uh, hopefully, um, you know, we can extend these football seasons for the Giants and Jets down the road. All right, well, let's dive right into it. Uh, some really good college football games still to be had today. At 3.30 kickoff, Kansas going up against Texas. Texas at home, lane 16. Kansas is getting 16. The over-under is 60-and-a-half. I like Kansas here. Uh, they beat BYU last week. That three-year rebuild is in full effect. I love their quarterback. Um, I- I'm going to take Kansas in the points. Are we on the same side here? Yeah, uh, Jalen Daniels has been uh, sensational. I and mean, last week he didn't play that well against BYU, um, only 130 yards, Anita, but he had three touchdown passes. And the last time Kansas traveled to Austin, Anita, it was one of the biggest upsets we've seen in college football. They were 31-point dogs, and they actually won the game outright. Last year, Texas went into uh, uh, Lawrence and, and beat Kansas. But, you know, when you take a look at it here, um, I know it's been a long time. Texas is 17-2 and versus Kansas, but I just think it's too many points here. And Texas has Oklahoma next week. Perhaps they could be looking ahead a little bit. Um, getting the generous points, uh, we took 17 in the early part of the week. It's down to 15 right now, but I still think you got a live dog with Kansas. Uh, I'm going to go. Uh, I agree with you. I'm going with Jalen Danis and uh, hoping that Coach Lance Leopold can keep his team uh, unbeaten. I don't know if they'll pull the upset, but I think we got a live dog here. Fantastic. I like it. We're on the same page. At 6 o'clock, LSU going up against Ole Miss. LSU minus two and a half on the road. The over under is 67 and a half. Ole Miss burned me last week. I had them beating Alabama. Obviously, it's not what happened. The locker room is a hot miss. Is is a hot mess. They're they're you know uh, kicking players off the team. I think LSU has the best quarterback in the conference. Uh, I love their linebacker Harold Perkins. So I'm going to lay the points with LSU on the road. Are you going to do the same? Yeah, uh, I'm, it's amazing that we're on the same page with this one as well. LSU, I normally don't like playing road favorites, Anita, but as mentioned, there is a lot of dissension uh, with Mississippi, uh, and uh, that's the situation. Elaine Kiffin is being sued by one of his former players, and two players were removed from the team, uh, tight end uh, Trey and uh, linebacker Hughes. Uh, so LSU is a legitimate team. I mean, they obviously lost that opening game, but um, I think here last year LSU won the game 45-20, 
Now, you know, a lot of people out there always ask me, hey, what should I do when the line's two and two and a half? I always just say do the money line. And, you know, a lot of people ask, hey, how do I do the money line? So you just have to put up a little bit more. If you're betting 100, you may have to put up like 120 or 130, but you don't have to worry in case it's a nail-biter. But I'm not expecting to be a nail-biter. I'm expecting the Tigers to go into Mississippi and uh, win convincingly. Money line is minus 142. So what, what's Joe talking about? What that means, minus 142, means for every $142 you put down, you win 100 back. That's what that means. Um, if you just want to play LSU straight up to win. Okay? Uh, at 7.30, Notre Dame and Duke are going at it. Uh, this is a Duke team. Boy, they look good. And, of course, we're talking about their football team, not their basketball team. Uh, they are getting five and a half at home. The over-under is 52 and a half. My play here, Joe, is the under. Notre Dame defense held Ohio State to 17. Duke held Clemson to seven points in week one. Notre Dame likely without their wide receiver, Thomas. And I, I expect this to be a run-heavy game. So I'm under 52 and a half. How are you playing this? Yeah, well, Anita, we were good at two games. I disagree in this one. You know, I actually like the overness game, and it's okay to disagree one time. Uh, these two teams, uh, last two meetings, 2019 and 2012, uh, Notre Dame won the games. And last week, it's a, it's disappointing because I had Notre Dame plus the three against Ohio State, and uh, I felt like the better team lost, and uh, it happens sometimes. And uh, the Fighting Irish from Notre Dame have their way in the ACC. They're 9-0 and against the spread. And I think Sam Hartman needs to rebound. He didn't have a good game last week, and granted, he was playing against the top defense in Ohio State. Hartman would only uh, pass for 175 yards, uh, but the Duke Blue Devils are 5-0 and against the spreader eater as dogs, okay, and don't forget, they beat Clemson week one, um, and uh, this defense here is very stingy as far as, you know, but they played a very soft schedule. They really haven't played anybody, and that's uh, my concern with the Duke Blue Devils. I, the Irish at least played Ohio State, um, and quarterback Riley Leonard is really good for Duke, and uh, watch out, Duke is a home dog here. Uh, they're twelve and four, twelve and four against the spread in the last sixteen home games as a dog here. I lean small towards the over, but I think this is going to be a tight game, similar to the Ohio State Notre Dame game. Um, but I'm, I like the home dog here, but I'm leaning towards the over in the game. Um, but Duke, never know. I'm a couple off the upset. I've got two more college games for you that I really like today. Curious if you're on either of them. Uh, my best bet earlier this morning on Daily Wager was Georgia State over Troy. Troy, this is their third game in 14 days. Uh, you've got Georgia State. they got a dual-threat quarterback in Granger. Uh, they're averaging 37 points a game and also a top-five red zone defense. I'm also – I know it's a big number. You're probably not going to like it. Um, I'm going to lay the points with the Huskies today going up against Arizona. The Huskies have put up more points at 130 in the first half of games than 78 teams in college football has scored all season long. Marinating that for a minute, first in yards per play, first in yards per game, first in passing yards per play. Penix Jr. is a stud. Now, of course, he's the Heisman favorite. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lay the points with Washington. It's a big number. I, I want to say it's 18, 17 and a half, something like that. And, uh, and also I'm going Georgia State minus one against Troy. Either of those two games – um, tickle your fancy. 
Yeah, um, I go with Georgia State. They're unbeaten. Um, they beat Coastal Carolina in the last game. Uh, it was 30-17, to 17, and it wasn't even that close. And they were, I believe they were underdogs in that game. That was a Thursday night or a Friday night game, I believe. Um, and Troy comes in with a record of 2-2. Two and two, um, But um, I don't trust Troy. I do like, I do like your side here with uh, Georgia State here. Troy, uh, against Western Kentucky last week, they won 27-24. They lost to James Madison, lost to Kansas State, and um, they beat Stephen Austin here. Um, Georgia State, um, you know, the Panthers, um, I think that, that that's the play. I like them at home. Um, no opinion on the other game. Uh, let's, uh, let's turn our attention to what's going on in the NFL. Bright and early tomorrow morning, 9.30 a.m. Get your fantasy football rosters ready, folks. Atlanta going up against Jacksonville. Jacksonville, this is their home away from home. Jacksonville is the European team. Uh, they're 3-0 and at Wembley. I, I like Jacksonville minus two and a half. I do. They've been one of the unluckiest teams in the NFL. Calvin really has not one but two touchdown drops. And Trevor Lawrence actually has been quite good. So I think this is a Jacksonville team that's just starting to get revved up. Atlanta, they're one-dimensional. They run the football. And Jacksonville's defense is good against the run. They're only allowing 84 yards per game to opposing backfields. So uh, I'm going to lay the points with Jacksonville. I am looking at the tallness game here. It opened up at 45 and a half earlier in the weekend. Either it's down to 43 and a half. Um, but um, Falcons so far this year, they haven't shown me anything on the offensive end. Um, in their last game, you know they haven't. They didn't play well. Um, they lost to the Lions, uh, 20 to six. The one game they did play well was against Green Bay, 25-24. They won that game. And in the opening week against the Panthers, 24-10. I think that the uh, you know Jaguars need to send a statement after uh, losing last week. Um, playing uh, on a neutral site here, I think the Falcons are going to have a tough time scoring any points here. Playing under 44, bought the extra half point. All right. Again, Joe Wiz joining us here on 98.7 ESPN. He's his own gambling show. You'll be able to listen to the fine line right here at 6 a.m. tomorrow morning. Getting you ready for week four of the NFL slate. And before we let you go, we got to talk Jets. We got to talk Giants. Two primetime games yet again. Pretty unbelievable. Uh, I think some hefty expectations for both the Jets and the Giants with those networks. Um, NBC, I'm sure, not happy that it is not Aaron Rodgers, but it's the Jets in Kansas City. The Jets at home getting nine. The over-under is 41.5. How are you playing this, Joe? Yeah, Nina, I think that more people are going to be paying attention to uh, Taylor Swift at MetLife. That's been the story all week long. It's just amazing. She will be there. And, uh, you know, other than this game here, I think the only other game that might be of more interest for people will be the early 1 p.m. game tomorrow with Miami at Buffalo. But getting back to the Jets and Chiefs, the Lions at 8.5, I mean, it's hard to trust the Jets here. I mean, I mean, they, they just are terrible. They've had three offensive touchdowns this year. The total's at 42, and um, the only way the Jets take competitive in this game is if their defense keeps them in the game. Um, and I think their defense is capable of keeping them in the game. Um, I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm taking the Jets plus the eight and a half. Um, that's my play in this game here. I think that they're going to be a very, I think it's going to be a close defensive game. The defense is going to show up. It's a, you know, it's an important game for them, obviously. And um, this is it. This is, the season's on the line. Uh, uh, Jets defense shows up. Kansas City wins, but uh, Jets cover. You know, it's really interesting. Andy Reid does not like the turf here. I mean, who does, right? I mean, yeah. it's just, it's, it's you know, guys get injured. The, the statistics don't lie, right? Um, I wouldn't be surprised if at some point in time it's a substantial lead in the fourth quarter and Andy pulls Patrick Mahomes because he's, he's worried about this turf. 
So I actually, believe it or not, I like the under here. I like the under at 41 and a half. And I think because of that, I think the Jets could uh, win this, getting the nine with the backdoor cover. I'm just throwing that out there. Andy Reid hates this plane surface. And I think I think yeah, he's gonna I, have I think he's gonna have a quick hook with Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, the weather's gonna be great tomorrow, you know, but that field still with the, all the rain that we've had in the past couple of days, who knows how, how how that field is gonna be uh with all the uh injuries and all that stuff going on. But yeah, I mean if it's a high scoring affair, the Jets are gonna have a problem. The Jets are gonna have to rely on their defense, let's face it, for the rest of the season here. They're gonna have to go in with a conservative game plan. So if it's a low scoring game, you gotta expect the Jets to uh, get that chance of getting a backdoor cover there. And um I think that's my play there. I'd like the Jets um I took them plus nine early in the week. Lines at eight and a half right now. Um, last but not least, before we let you go, or I, I know I'm sure you've got a soccer play in there somewhere, uh, but let's talk about the Giants. Uh, they are home dogs as well, not as significant. They're getting to Seattle coming to town over under 47. And I know Saquon Barkley is going to be a game time decision, but my gut is just telling me that he is not going to play. I have a feeling that the Giants are going to want to save him from Miami and Buffalo coming up their next two opponents on the road. Uh, But with that being said, how are you playing this one? Yeah, Miami and Buffalo is a big problem, and you know, let's not think too far ahead of ourselves. But I know that the Giants obviously do want to save Barkley uh, there, um, and I don't think he's going to play either. That's just my feeling as well. With uh, all things being said, uh, it's a long season, but um, the Giants right now are a very small dog. They're getting one point here, and I'm going with the Giants in this game. And Daniel Jones has not played well all season long. He had one good half, and that was against Arizona in the second half. Other than that, they play very conservatively. They've had time to prepare for this game here. Brian Dable was the coach of the year he's got to figure out a way to stop this team here i think that uh you know geno smith coming back to town here um i just like i like the giants i think they're going to come out and play their best game of the season here i mean the last time we saw them here um it was embarrassment um in uh monday night with the giants uh right now they're getting one anita some one and a halfs out there no barkley but i still i still i expect daniel jones to have a big game here i'm going with the giants because they do think jones is going to come out and play well all right, before we let you go, you always like to end with a college, um, a soccer play, I should say, a soccer play. What is it? Yeah, I put it out on Twitter, Joe with Sports. We put out free picks on Twitter all the time, Joe with Sports. And tonight, uh, Inter-Miami is taking on NYCFC. Uh, the total of this in this uh, soccer match is at two and a half goals. And Messi might not play, but this is an important game for NYCFC. They're ninth in the Eastern Conference. They're three and two of the last five games. They've scored two goals or more in three of the five. I played the over the game here, uh, but a, I made a small bet on NYCFC. Uh, need, uh, they're plus 235. And if you remember last week, I had the Red Bulls against D.C. United. A nice big dog as well. Uh, NYCFC, without Messi, um, there's a chance that they could pull off the upset, but expect a high scoring affair regardless, playing over two and a half goals. Great stuff as always, Joe. Uh, we'll be listening tomorrow morning, bright and early, 6 a.m. Thanks very much. You got it. 800-919-3776. We come back. Uh, we'll take your calls. Continuing to talk about the Giants and the Jets. I know a lot of people still wanting to chime in with the Jets. Also, haven't even talked about the NBA. Uh Dame time, baby. Going to Milwaukee. Big trade happening this week. What does that mean? How about this? The Milwaukee Bucks are now favored. They're favored to win the NBA title. Talk about disrespecting Denver. Um, So, wow. Uh, What a move that was. And also, uh, in golf, Team USA Ryder Cup happening right now. Uh, USA getting their butts handed them in Rome by Europe. Uh, We'll bring you up to speed on all that next. 98.7 ESPN. 
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7. ESPN. Getting you ready for uh, this week's slate of games, I feel 10 times better. 10 times better than um, than last week in the NFL. Absolutely. Positively. Uh, again, I know we were spending a lot of time talking NFL, and rightfully so, but a big move that took place this week in the NBA and uh, the Blazers trade Damian Lillard to the Bucks, and now it's uh, it's Lillard and Giannis for the Bucks. And I want to bring in, and again, we, we've got Joe and uh, and Harvey who are producing the show. Guys, can you believe the Bucks are now favored to win the NBA championship over Denver? I mean, when was the last time we had a defending champion or a, two, a repeat champion in the NBA? It was the Lakers the beginning of the century, right? Am I speaking out of school? Uh, I, I don't. I don't have those stats in front of me. Uh, you very well could be right. Um, I, I just. I, I understand that. I, I just feel like, man, um, we haven't even seen these these two cats play yet. But right? that's like, how that goes, right? When Kawhi went to L.A. with Paul George, they were the odds-on favorite. When LeBron went back to Cleveland, they were the odds-on favorite. I. Nothing against Denver, but if this team can stay healthy. Denver and Milwaukee are the two best teams in the league. Yeah, and and listen, I, I've got I've got the Bucks winning the East. I don't like what the Celtics did. I'm not a big Kristaps Porzingis fan. I think he's too injury prone, and I think them losing Marcus Smart is is really um, going to be extremely detrimental to them on the defensive side of the ball. Um, I just like I just I just think Denver Denver hasn't lost anyone. If anything, they're they're only going to get better. They only have gotten better, and I, I think they're going to lock and reload. Uh, Jokic is is just ridiculous at home. He's he averaged triple doubles at home in Denver. Uh, I just 
I don't know. I, I just think it's I think it's it's immense disrespect. You know, could be also knee jerk reaction. You know, sports books wanting to get out there and get people to. Oh man, this is going to be exciting. Yeah, Lillard, Giannis. Yeah, all right, I'll, I'll throw a hundred dollars on that. Uh, that could be it as well. But, you don't see any championship hangover with this team. No, I don't. Not like, I don't know. The disease of more when after you win a championship, it's very unlikely for guys who were role players to want more because they have a ring. So. I get Jokic is one of the greatest players we've ever seen, but I'm not too high on his supporting cast this year outside of Murray. Interesting. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Um, listen, it, it, it's it's going to make for um, a real exciting NBA season, is it not? You know, I, I'm excited for the NBA to get back in action. That's for sure. And um, and the Bucks are going to be good. The Bucks. Are, I think the Lakers are going to be good. You know, uh, from, from everything that I'm reading and I'm hearing, LeBron James is working out harder um, this offseason than in years past. Uh, he's got to feel really good about his supporting cast. Uh, the biggest knock about the Lakers last year was, you know, they didn't have a great supporting cast. Well, they, they've got it now, so, um, which, is, which is huge. So I, I just I think, I think Miami is still going to be good. I, I, I think the Knicks are, are going to be just as good, if not better. So I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited for this NBA season. It'll be interesting to see what happens with the Bucs. I'm a big Dame Lillard fan. I think he's one of the most underrated players in the NBA. Um, I, I, like, I like him. I like him a lot. And, and I think this one-two punch is going to be great. But like I said, I, I mean, just to just immediately kick Denver down off the pedestal uh, is, uh, is, is interesting to Real me. Real quick, I just got a text from uh, the great Tidy Butler. The Heat and the Warriors both repeated – after the Lakers, so just to get that squared away. There you go. Thanks, Ty. Thanks for listening to the show. Is Ty following me today? Who's following me today? That's correct. Oh, fantastic. All right, so <laughs> there you go. The stat master, uh, Ty Butler, following me today at the top of the hour at 3 o'clock. Uh, also in golf, we've got the Ryder Cup happening right now, and the United States, no bueno. Uh, they are not doing well. They're losing right now uh, by five points. Uh, Europe is up 10.5. The United States is up five. Has 5.5. They have 5.5 points. So they're losing by five. Uh, The winner, I want to say, I want to get this correctly. It's, it's. I think it's 18 and a half points. I think. So um, here's the thing: the United States, their chances to win in Europe, um, coming into this, it, it hasn't happened in 30 years. All right. And it's it's whoever typically hosts the Ryder Cup is typically who wins. When it's here on United States soil, typically the U.S. wins. When it's on Europe, Europe wins. Hence why the United States hasn't won in 30 years. Uh, pretty much next to impossible, I think, for the United States to come back down five um, at one point, they were down, I think, even more, I think 1999 at Brookline, and they were able to come back. Uh, but this gets started again bright and early tomorrow morning at 1.30 a.m. We'll see what happens. Uh, single play tomorrow. So uh, can the United States storm back and upset this huge European lead? Uh, I, I highly doubt it. Uh, but, you know, I, we've seen crazier things happen. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. 
Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. I'll be back with you bright and early tomorrow morning, 7 a.m., fantasy forecast, getting you ready for your week four matchups. A lot of news out there, especially with quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers. So make sure you tune in, especially if you want to win. Uh, and then at 8 o'clock, Amani Toomer, Mike Tannenbaum, join me, New York Game Day, with you from 8 until 11, getting you ready for both the Jets and the Giants matchups, uh, as well as everything else. Uh, in around the NFL. So excited about tomorrow. Uh, Penn State up on Northwestern right now, 27 to 13. USC in Colorado, 48 to 27. Wow, 48 to 27. Again, uh, the third quarter just coming to an end. We'll see if uh, Caleb Williams is uh, will, will be removed from the game at any point in time. Kentucky uh, taking a beating to number 22, Florida, 33-14. to 14. Some great games coming up. Kansas and Texas kicks off in about a little over 30 minutes. LSU and Ole Miss later on tonight, along with Notre Dame and Duke. Uh, before we sign off, Harvey, in the break, you were telling me that there was a, a, a golfer from the Ryder Cup who cried. There's no crying in golf. Uh, apparently there is. Uh, Scotty Schaffner said he was in tears after the defeat today. What? He had to be consoled by his wife, Meredith. And there's more beef, apparently, because um John Rahm apparently hit a board in anger. And Brooks Kepka said, because uh, he gets frustrated, too, and he said, I mean, I want to hit a board and pout like John Rahm did. But you know, it is what it is. Act like a child, but we're adults. We move on. How come you never told me there's so much beef in golf, Anita? Well, here's the thing. It's it's not and it's not so much that there's beef. And and again, if you're following the Ryder Cup, uh, the European team is up by five points. Um, they have ten and a half. The United States has five and a half. So uh, tomorrow it will all be decided, and there'll be single match play tomorrow. And uh, Europe has just been so dominant, right? Here's the thing, Harvey. This is like. This is like the Olympics of golf. And a, a lot of guys feel, a lot of golfers feel that winning the Ryder Cup and representing the United States in the Ryder Cup or representing Europe in the Ryder Cup is like the most important thing ever in their career. Maybe, maybe more significant than winning a major is representing because, you know, you, you have your top six who make the squad, and then you have six captain picks. And Zach Johnson had his captain picks, which I didn't agree with. Like, you know, how and why um, Justin Thomas is here is beyond me. 
So I think Zach Johnson is a big reason why the United States is struggling right now. Scotty Scheffler's been struggling with his putter for a while, but to cry? Wow. I mean. There's also another headline here, and you can find video of this on Twitter. Um, Roy McIlroy had to be restrained after going after Patrick Cantley's caddy in a car park. So he wow. tried to charge him, and he got stopped by uh, Shane Lowry. So, wow! How come this wow. isn't on pay per view? Oh, <laughs> whoa! A lot going on here, man. Uh, yeah, listen again. It's the Ryder Cup. It's it's very patriotic. Um, this is what a lot of these guys uh, dream about as young children, having an opportunity to be, um, you know, the, the top twelve. I mean, think about it. All the golfers out there in the world, all the professional golfers out there in the world. You know, you are the 12th to come in and represent your country. And you're getting your butts handed to you like this. This is, let me say something, you know, this is embarrassing. It's not like, it's not like Europe is going into the final day up like two or three points. They're up five points. So, um, and it's, and it has been, it has just been like a clear dominance. So I could understand, so I could understand why the United States is, uh, is frustrated, but man, there's it's just there's a lot of beef here to unpack. Tomorrow is going to be fun. Again, it's happening in Rome, uh, Marco Simoni Golf Course, and so not sure what you're doing at 1:30 in the morning. But if you want to tune in, uh, <laughs> all all of this and more, all of this and more. Hey guys, I want to thank you so much for producing the show. Really do appreciate it. Harvey and Joe with me each and every Saturday afternoon. Jen Mueller, who joined us uh, from uh, from Seattle, of course, covers the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, Cynthia Freeland, Joe Wiz, Mama Mimi with her picks and her plays, doing better than I am this season. And, um, and of course, all the callers out there. I really do appreciate you. So, again, like I said, I'm back tomorrow morning, bright and early, 7 a.m. for Fantasy Forecast, and then we kick off New York game day. Uh, coming your way at 8 a.m. with Amani Toomer and uh, Mike Tannenbaum. So we'll see you tomorrow. Everybody have a fantastic Saturday night. Enjoy some college football, and we'll talk to you soon right here on 98.7 ESPN. Wow, okay.